Greetings, people. This is Chima from Chima Chats Foot. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is going to be a short one, but I just wanted to quickly touch on Liverpool's top four uh, aspirations, uh, the Burnley game, and just how getting the Champions League could affect us. Um, shout out to everybody from around the world listening. There's a couple of you in Germany. Um, greetings. I think that that's incredible. As this podcast continues to grow, easy for me to say, right? As this podcast continues to grow, we will just continue to move on. And I appreciate the early listeners. Um, I got to figure out um, how we're all going to, um, you know, just appreciate one another going forward. But I definitely want to say thank you for coming out to listen. I was not able to make a full length podcast uh, after the resounding 3-0 dismantling of uh, the thing from Fantastic Four, aka Sean Dyche. And his Burnley side, but very happy we won. Um, going to Turf Moor is always difficult. It's like one of those, can you do it at a wet and rainy night at Stoke or whatever they say. Um, but I just wanted to quickly touch on Liverpool being the form team in the Premier League. I mean, in the past 10 games, 9, 10 games, you know, we have reeled off <clears throat> more victories than anybody else. I believe it's 24 of 27 points available. In, the, in, in that span, and I am just by hook or by crook, man. It doesn't even matter to me. Um, I would have loved to. We, we won't do the three like we normally do because this is going to be a short. But I just wanted to check in and, and say that I, I would have loved to see Sadio Mane score that early chance. And when he didn't, I was like, oh, man, here we go again. Um, I believe it was Chris Wood or any one of the linebackers that they have up front. He has an early chance that hits side netting. And it was looking a bit dodgy for a little while. But, hey. We came through it. Um, I would have loved for Mo Salah to score any of the two or three glorious chances that he had. But I'm happy that Bobby is back on the score sheet again. Number nine, our number nine, Bobby Firmino. I'm happy he was able to shake out of that early season. Well, actually, (laughs) early, middle, and just before late season slump that he was in. Um, He provides his third goal in two Premier League matches. Or is it three? Yes, third goal in three because Manchester United was before Burnley. Anyways, very, very happy to see him open up the scoring. Um, and can we all have a, a moment, right? A moment for Nathaniel, Sir, OBE, Sir Nathaniel Phillips. I mean, what a guy, you know. Um, him and Reese, another clean sheet. That'll do wonders for their confidence. And he even chips in with a goal. I, you know, one of the main things that I said when we lost Van Dyke was, like, you know what? We no longer have a real aerial threat in offensive situations. It's bad enough not having him, um, not having that uh, defender for the balls in the air for crosses and set pieces like corners. But who's attacking these deliveries? If it's one thing about Liverpool, we can deliver from wide areas. It doesn't always translate into corners, except if they're taken quickly. Oh, little dig there. Never mind. It doesn't always translate into corners. Um, and for the longest time, if you're a Liverpool fan, you'll know um, there used to be a fanzine called Another Wasted Corner. We never scored off corners for years and years under various managers. It's just not what we did. So I don't know, just to see him rise in the air and finally get because he, he, he's he been connecting with headers over the past couple of weeks. And it's like, oh, and that's so close. So to see him plant that goal in there, I mean, you know, you want to talk about cult hero status. There's guys like Dirk Kite, you know, Divock Origi is there. Um, they're just cult heroes, not because they were the best players, right? Um, people are never going to say Net Phillips is, um, you know, they call him the Bolton Baresi, you know, they call him the, 
you know, Matt Phillips, Maldini, but he's never going to be those silky ball playing defenders, right? He's never going to be a Van Dyke, but I'll tell you what, he's giving people a decision to make because at this point, Matt Phillips is saying, listen, I can play in the Premier League. I might not be a Champions League quality defender, but what have we learned this year, Reds? What have we learned? We've learned that depth is so necessary. Having depth is extremely necessary. And for Nat Phillips to come on and say, hey, look, Joe Gomez, that's his second long-term injury, right? I'm, I like Joe Gomez as a player, but I'm out on him long-term. Joe Matip, I'm out on Joe Matip long-term. So there's going to be opportunities for him to play. Um, and I, I think that now people see that maybe selling Dayon Lovren for that $11 million to Zenit, you know, maybe we just keep him. You know, Dayon Lovren would comfortably be, you know, our best center back at times out there. But anyways... Happy for him. You see how I went down that center back rabbit hole? I'm trying to do better people. Happy for him to get the goal. Um, Oxlade Chambo, another person who I have said at various point in times this season could probably be moved on, comes on late and, and he scores the goal. But more importantly, what we saw, Reds, we saw mentality. Jurgen used to say, these are my mentality monsters. And these are, you know, the, the boys that, that, that have the heart. They never quit. They're mentality giants. For a while, we lost that title. We were mentality midgets for a while, losing 1-0 to Fulham at Anfield. I mean, come on, I've been a Liverpool fan, you know, since I could remember, and most of you listening have probably been the same. And it's like, when was the last time we lost to Fulham at Anfield? You would have to go back into the annals of history to try and uh, find that. So at times this season, it's been rough. It's been difficult. But um, here we are wrapping up a 3-0 victory. Shout out to Allison, clean sheet. Um, But a quick word for Thiago Alcantara. I have a buddy of mine, and Femi, if you're listening, uh, this is for you. He says he hasn't really been impressed by Tiago, and I understood that because when Tiago first arrived, the things that he provided weren't necessarily. Um, it's almost like he wasn't supposed to be contributing goals and assists. That's that's never really been his game, but he also thought he was arriving into a functional Liverpool team, not one where he would have to replace Fabinho who is now playing center back, who, you know, every, you know, it was all a mess when he got there. But now, I mean, he's been our best player on the pitch for, I don't know, the last two, three matches. You know, he provides what Ginny Wijnaldum, and shout out to Ginny, I think that um, this is probably going to be his last game for Liverpool. 237 appearances, something like that. You know, several trophies won, Barcelona's, the Champions League goals. Ginny Wijnaldum is a vital player, and I think that some of the, I don't want to say the slander, but Liverpool fans have a short memory. Um, he's, I believe he's most he's made the most appearances since Klopp has taken over. So if you think that Ginny Wijnaldum is not a quality player, then you're saying you don't believe Jurgen Klopp knows what he's doing because he selected him arguably the most out of anyone. I'd have to check the stats on that, but I'm pretty sure that they would back me up. Um, like I said, around I think it's 237 appearances since 2016, 17 when we bought him. You know, he's one of Jurgen Klopp's early signings, one of the people that um, were really, really key in that Champions League, obviously, the Premier League, the Super Cup, Club World Cup. Those, those four trophies, Gini Wijnaldum had an integral part to play in all of them. So I believe that he does deserve respect. Is he a Liverpool legend? No, but he definitely is a Liverpool great. And I think that he deserves respect there. Okay, now moving on, um, Crystal Palace. I remember um, watching the game Christan, that was dubbed Christan Bowl where we um, gave up that lead 13-14. The less said about that game, the better. We owe Palace. We owe them to smash them. Uh, we owe Hodgson. We owe Benteke. 
We need to just finish it off. Plus, Reds, are you hearing me? There's going to be fans back allowed at Anfield. That in itself is a huge motivator, and it has to be. It has to be the chance that we finally say, you know what? You remember that game a couple years ago, why not um, smash that first goal in against Middlesbrough that got us in the Champions League for the first time under Jurgen Klopp? We're there again. Who would have thought that at the end of this season we would be able to secure Champions League football? Not me. And if anybody tells you that they were fully confident the entire time, you could probably say that they're selling you a bill of goods because, you know, six losses in a row at Anfield after not losing there for the better part of almost four years, you know, is... These were bleak times, but um, I read a report yesterday that Champions League qualification is an extra 58 million pounds, and that's just qualification, you know? So, you know, we don't want to be like Tottenham looking at the Euro- that the European Europa Conference League, whatever that crap is. Honestly, if we were in the Europa League, I don't even want to play in the Europa League. No offense to teams that have to do that, but I remember watching Liverpool go to young boys and lose to Basel. You know what I mean? I, I have these memories of the Europa League and I do not want to add any more uh, to, to, to my, my memory. Um, I really just want us to get out there, get a comfortable early goal, get the fans on side at Anfield. I, let's hear You'll Never Walk Alone. Let's hear the Mo Salah song. Let's hear the Bobby Firmino song. You know, And I'd even like to hear a, a Ginny Wijnaldum song as he wraps up uh, his time there. And Let's look forward to next season. I believe we have to move some players. Um, I'd love to see Oxley chamberlain move. I'd love to see Nabi Kaita move. I'd love to see Devok Origi move. I'd love to see Joel Matip move. I'd love to see Jordan Shakiri moved. All because these are players that we cannot rely on week in and week out. And many of them, Nabi, I'm looking at you, have an outrageous injury history. As much as I love Nabi, he's a talented player. Um, he's really good. He can, you know, passing. He's aggressive. He gets hurt so much, and we just don't know when he's going to be fit. Even right now, ever since Jurgen pulled him in that Champions League game against Madrid where he was basically invisible, nobody has seen him. Literally no one has seen him. And I just really think if we're going to move forward, we need players that can be that can be depended on, a la a Wijnaldum, right? Whatever you say about Ginny, when was the last time Ginny Wijnaldum was injured and unable to play? Exactly. He he he's always shows up, and he's always dependable. So for me, you know, to, to wrap it up, because this is a short, Liverpool need top four. I would love to see the same Thiago Fabinho midfield. Um, they say that there's pictures of Jordan Henderson training, which is always great to see the skipper out there. We've missed him critically, and I don't think enough people have discussed the impact that Jordan Henderson has on this, this side. And it's not sentimental, right? Other fans will tell you he just passes sideways. No. Statistically, the data outlays that when this man is on the field, we are so much better. Um, we win so much more. Uh, you know, just so for me... Getting out there, get an early goal, the front three, Jota, there's a chance that he might be fit, but maybe if we need a goal 60 minutes on, we can bring him on. I, I, I definitely don't want to re-aggravate an injury, but get a win, move into the top four, and um, that's the, that's an excellent season, especially coming from where we, we've come from. And there's an outside chance, outside, outside, outside chance, we could even finish third. So um, victory is is the minimum, right? I'd love to smash them 3-0. Apparently, I'm recording this at Virginia Beach at at my brother's property, and there are some dogs that they are probably United fans, so they started to bark. So I'll end it here. Um, This is Chima Chat's foot. This is our first short, 
So if you're enjoying this type of content, please feel free to um, give it a couple more listens, and I'll make more of these. But uh, Ms. Chima Chat's foot, shout out and big up all the Reds worldwide. You will never walk alone. I will have an in-depth review after Sunday, after we hopefully, and I believe we will, smash Palace. I'm going 3-1 Liverpool in a bit. Take care, everyone.